episode of WATS, the show thousands of people come to to answer the age-old question, what's the deal with social media? You can't find a show that does a better job covering social media because the hosts are both future famous TikTokers. I'm your host, Carl Hamburger. With me as always is Mike Geary, a.k.a. Blind Mike. What's up, Mike? Guys, I can't tell you, I can't really describe how much fun we have before the show, so much so that I genuinely have no idea what we're talking about today. I know I sent Carl clips, who knows if he's going to play them, because we don't have time for show prep, we're just bonding. That's tr- that's correct, we had too much to discuss <laughs> before the show to go through the rundown like we normally do. You know, that's right. one of the things we didn't talk about before the show is that some people are saying I won't read the Super Chats. That I didn't in. want to bring it up. Yeah. And maybe that was true for the first 56 episodes. But I think this time we're going to change things and I'm going to read every super chat. I might even interrupt my blind co-host in a rude manner to do so. And of course, the deal is still on. Super chat is $25 or more and you get a personalized jingle super chat that we play when you super chat us again in the future. What a deal. Pretty exciting stuff. Oh, yeah. And we appreciate the support. Unlike some people, we love it when you support the show, and we appreciate it. We thank you all very much. I don't know. I saw Dang Lizard super chatting Vinny, and I'm, I am I got a bone to pick with him. How much? How much was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell you. <laughs> all right. Now, this is a show about social media. We delve into all the social media that you wish you could get to, but you're busy. You're not like us. You can't be on social media all day. We can so we get into it, we find the best stuff, and we pull it out for you. But that's not the way we start the show. We start the show with a thing that I like to call banter. And this is where the two podcast hosts, who happen to be myself and Blind Mike, I already mentioned that. Please pay attention. This is where the two podcast hosts have a little convo, a little uh, off-the-cuff banter about maybe what's going on in their lives, maybe what's going on in the world. And that's where I want to start today. With our banter. Mike, this is our Super Bowl special. Who are these socials? Oh, Did you know yes. that? Yeah, well, you can tell by how I themed my clips that yes. uh, clearly I had the Super Bowl in mind. Yes. Correct. All we're going to talk about today is Travis Kelsey and Tay Tay. No, we have none of that. But I want to know are you excited for the Super Bowl? Are you into this game? I'm. Moderately, like I get, it's cool if uh, Brock Purdy wins. I guess that's a cool angle. I will say I'm not as like annoyed. These people that are like mad that Taylor Swift's going to be there, I don't really. Maybe it's a visual thing. I don't understand the annoyance where people are like, "Fuck this! The Chiefs are in. They're going to keep showing Taylor Swift." It's like that's why. Is it that annoying? Yeah, it's too much. It's too much Taylor Swift at this point. We're we're all having Taylor Swift fatigue. At this point, I find it obnoxious. It doesn't help that the Chiefs beat the Bills. So I definitely didn't want to see the Chiefs again in the Super Bowl. It is annoying to see them for, what, the fourth time in in the last six years? They're a dynasty, baby. Wouldn't it be better 
if it was Buffalo Detroit, wouldn't have that have been a fun game it for everyone? Actually, really, would I mean market wise, it's a nightmare. But well, <laughs> it, would, it would have been a delight. I, I know what you mean, but I don't think the Super Bowl. It's it's not like the World Series or the Stanley Cup Finals. True, everyone's gonna watch. it. Everyone's way. watching yeah. it, and they they figure out the storylines. Detroit's a great storyline. Dan Campbell comes in. They're zero nine. They turn it around. Uh, Buffalo with the four losses in the early 90s, and now they got the stud quarterback. I think it would have been a game a lot of people would have been interested in, even I think more so than the Chiefs-Niners. You know, as far as those two markets, I'm sure they're all way, really into it, but I think nationally people oh, are... The, the storyline's way better. Like, I don't really give a fuck if the Chiefs win. Like I, I, yeah. like I said, if the Niners, there's some angles that are okay. Like, they haven't been, they haven't won in a long time. But, like, I don't really give a fuck, you know? I know. And that's why I wanted to talk about the line. Mike, what are we betting on this game? So, it came up when the, the game was first figured out. It was the Niners favored by two and a half. I was surprised by this. And right. uh, because the Niners were getting their asses kicked by the Lions in the uh, NFC Championship game. I mean, that first half was a debacle for the Niners. Right. And the Chiefs have been there. They've done that. They have the experience, even though they don't have all the weapons they've had in the past. Mahomes figures out ways to win. So how is it? What am I missing here? Why are the Chiefs not the favorite team in this game? I'm trying to tap into – it's funny because it, was, it wasn't that long ago that I genuinely wanted to be in sports talk radio. Yes. So I'm trying to tap into whatever that muscle Please, was that I've completely let's lost. Go, let's go. We're talking <laughs> sports right now. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I couldn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> All right. You know what? This was an experiment. You know, like like we said, Mike doesn't know what the banter is going to be. I wasn't sure how he was going to go along with uh, sports talk, and now we know. And I'll I'll learn never to do this ever again. <laughs> I wasn't sports guy. It was not that. That was like I my know. greatest dream was to be on sports talk radio, and I abandoned that like no five shit. Years you're ago. you're a barstool guy. I know that's why we've talked about this before. So I thought maybe we could uh, bring you back to the good old days, but uh, apparently not. All right, I think I'm, the Patriots suck. <laughs> yeah, the Patriots suck. Doesn't help. Dead. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. help for sure. Uh, so I guess my point is, go Niners. Fuck the Chiefs. Right. Can we yeah. all agree Rock with party. that? All right, let's start off with some music coming in. Who are these music? Who are these music? This comes in from Paul E. Ogre. He found an interesting uh, rap artist. I have not heard a song like this before. I got a small Okay, so this is a uh, an artist known as Small Wee Wee. Familiar with them? I have a request. <laughs> okay. Could that be Carl's walkout song in Tampa, please? Yes! <laughs> I think what he's trying to say is that he's a grower, not a shower. I think he's trying to get out in front of in the locker room. He's, you know, he's trying out for the football team. He's like, I better write a song to let all the bros know. It's that. a smart tactic. But I just love the image of Carl strutting on stage. <laughs> it's, not a bad, it's not a bad idea. Waving. Producer Chris, if you're watching, write this one down. That's a good idea. Yeah, March 22nd, Largo, Florida, WATPLive.com for tickets for that. Yes. 
So, uh, all right. Yeah, I thought that was uh, that was kind of fun. <laughs> One of the sites that we've never go on is Cameo. Are you familiar with Cameo? I had a cameo for a time. Oh, yes. wow. No <laughs> shit. You're one of those guys. Oh, yeah. Hackride, Hackride found, and they're all obviously like minifans asking me to make show references. Yeah. So Hackride found them and was just like, what the fuck is this? Because out of context, it makes no sense. So, so, yes, I did have a cameo for a time. Well, you know what else makes no sense is you having a cameo. I know. Yeah, okay. they'll take anyone. <laughs> okay. So and they reached out to me. <laughs> did they really? Yeah. No shit. Okay. Well, yeah. props on that, then, my friend. Well, check <laughs> this out because if you want to know who else has a cameo right now, this is uh, pretty insane. Let me see if I can get the volume on this video. I'm Christine Knowlton, musical comedian and voiceover oh. <laughs> actor. You might recognize me from the songs Cupid the Flying Venice, baby. And my emotional support rotisserie chicken that I stole. Yeah, like you have to tell us. That's one of her hits. <laughs> rotisserie chicken that he's that she stole. All right, cool. Christine, don't patronize us. Like Elvis didn't have to say, "Hey, you probably know me from blue suede shoes." You know, like <laughs> yeah. we know. Hey, I'm Elvis. You might remember me from. You ain't nothing but a hound. Oh, that Elvis. Okay. <laughs> Like, we so don't already know Christine. Yeah, we know Christine. You're very famous. Or someone you know is in need of a shout-out. Or even, my cat's an asshole and just vomited on my brand new comforter kind of song. Please let me know. I am eager to work with you here on Cameo. So this is an example of, and this is what I was going to say before you told me that you had a Cameo. <laughs> This is someone who's really trying. It all into perspective, this is someone it? who's trying to be famous in the most embarrassing way possible. The fact right. that she says on her cameo, "I am an international actor, comedian, and voiceover artist." Why? Because you're on YouTube. Because your channel has 41 <laughs> subscribers and three are from Canada. That's why you're international. Yeah. Yeah, I think when I was on there, I was like, there can't be anyone less notable than me. <laughs> well, I, I, I was wrong. There's at least one person. And here it but is. What I want to know is the person, like people that would buy my cameos are just minifans fans that are like, it'd be funny to, for Mike to say something stupid. Right. What is the life of the person that is reaching out for a Christine Knowlton cameo? Well, I imagine they're all WATS fans. I don't now, think she's got. I, I don't think she's saying, gotten one yet. How about how about three weeks ago? Yeah, no, what I, I was that person? She's she's new on here. <laughs> oh, okay. And usually, right. so usually they'll show like some of her cameos. I don't think she has any yet. Oh, okay. I thought this was. A, I assumed this was a long-standing, very successful venture. <laughs> she was in the middle of. <laughs> Is that what you thought? No, yeah, no yeah, Mike. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you can't see the the screen here because I have a, a question for you. What do you think she charges? Well, let's start with this question. What did you charge for a cameo? I want to say $30. Okay. The the yeah. cheapest I know is Dr. Steve. I think his is like five or six bucks. He just he just wants to do the, the cameos. <laughs> Even I didn't have that little self-esteem. Oh, do, no one has lower self-esteem than Dr. Steve. That is a fact. What do you think Christine Knowlton is charging for a cameo for a personalized video? Because you're asking me, I assume it's higher than this, but I would—I can't imagine it's more than twenty dollars. 
<laughs> it's not. It's $10. Thank God. Okay. okay. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I feel better now. But you know yeah. what? Once she starts seeing all the praise pour in, maybe she'll raise her rates. She has a couple under her belt. Do you think every day she's like, all right, today it's 19. Does that entice anyone? Hmm? Come <laughs> yeah, on, guys. Playing with the pricing. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of pricing. Yay, super chats. Rune Goon with two Australian dollars says, Coop for two. Thank you all for not killing yourselves. Thank you for not killing yourself. Yes. Yoda World, two bucks. Gay Mandolin World Order. I'll uh, I'll get the Jiggles department on that <laughs> immediately, sir. <laughs> Dildo Swaggins with twenty dollars. Wow, thank you, Dildo Swaggins. Yes. Mike is a conceited jerk. I oh. saw him in a restaurant the other day, waved at him several times, and he just ignored me. He acted <laughs> like he couldn't even see me. See, this is the problem, Mike, is that you like to big time our listeners. I even haven't I haven't even been to any restaurants. I think this man's full of turkey. I don't appreciate the fact <laughs> that you are big timing our beloved shatters. Listen. Today, twenty dollars at a time. Listen, if you see me out in public, just walk the other way. All <laughs> yeah, right? Turn around, walk the <laughs> other way. Rick U, 32-25 bucks says football fans didn't learn after Kaepernick. The NFL profits off their outrage. The more they get mad at Taylor, the more the NFL will show her. True. Good I, point. I think that's true. But I, I listen, I'm not blogging about it. It's not like I, if someone asked me in the conversation like you just did, what's the yeah. deal with, with Taylor Swift? I'm like, yeah, it's annoying. It's enough. I, I've seen it I, enough. I, yeah. I think both reactions, getting excited, ooh, it's Taylor. Yeah. I think that's very weird. And I think getting angry about it is very weird. Oh, I forget who had the take, but someone had, I want to say Tim Dillon, but there's no way Tim Dillon was talking about this. <laughs> but someone had a great take about it. Oh, you know, you know what? I think it was Florentine, actually, where, um, you know, at the whatever the award ceremony was, where Joe Coy Golden pissed Globes, her off. Yeah. yeah, Golden Gloves. Joe Coy is just like, and don't worry, we're not going to pay into Taylor Swift as often as the NFL games do. And and Taylor Swift gave him the stink eye for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jim Forte made a really good point. You don't have to be in the front row of the suite. You know, he's, he's like, I've been at these suites. You could sit right. three or four rows back, watch the game, enjoy the game. She has oh, to be pressed up against the glass, high-fiving Kelsey's ugly mother for some reason. It's like, no, she wants the attention, obviously. Yeah. Oh, if the cameras weren't showing her, I don't think she'd be at every right. game. <laughs> right. Uh, Red Force every three, five bucks. Nothing better than hosts acknowledging how good their banter is on their podcast. When is this show going to be featured on WATP, Carl? How dare you, Red? Hey, that's a good point, because it is a very serious bit that we do when we talk about how good our banter is. We take it very seriously. I'm trying to convince people that we're good. I know that it's we're good. not. <laughs> it's good. It's good banter. I know we're not great at it, but if I say it, I gaslight everyone. Rad, that's how we do it. Here comes the money. Here we go. Thanks for the Super Chat Parks. WATB always helps people during rough times by helping you compare your life to someone who shits the sheets and their cats hate them. It's Wikipox. Ten bucks says, "For the love of fuck, no, the stupid chicken woman." So you're not going to get a cameo from Christine Dalton? Is that what you're telling us? Come on. I'm so glad too because I had the thought. I was like, "Oh, I got to check in on Christine Dalton this week," and I just forgot about it. So I'm glad we got an update from her. Oh I'm yeah, good, no problem. Good to know she's doing well. <laughs> yes, I'm on it. Uh, so this is coming in from Audiophile America. Five bucks. Boy and Mike better prepare for a bombardment of Christy Knowlton cameos. Oh, my gosh. I hope that's true. Please, guys. 
<laughs> it's 10 bucks. I mean, it's worth it. I remember when Trucker Andy got a cameo from Stuttering John just to get him to say stupid shit. In fact, cameo is where I got this from. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. So you can have some fun <laughs> with it. You know what? It is a good, it's a good trade-off because we make fun of Christine Knowlton, so she mm -hmm. deserves a few bucks. Yeah. And also, it's great content for the show. Throw her 10 Imagine bucks. the songs you can get her to sing. Well, right. Throw her 10 bucks. Make sure she writes another song about her gross vagina. Well, we yeah. all want to hear that, so please send that into the show. <laughs> Abby Normal, five bucks. As Tom Myers' cameo starts at 75, that's a steal. Tom Myers wants <laughs> 75 bucks for a cameo? All right. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Drive a hard bargain, but okay. <laughs> Little Daffodil, two bucks. I got nothing to say. Much love. Much love to you, Little Daffodil. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Okay, let's head over to, you might have noticed I don't have a cameo jingle on the no. board, but I do I have Twitter. Look at this tweet now. This one's been making the round psychotic. Posted this in our Discord. Remember, people, we have a Discord server. Well, who are these podcasts? It's a Discord server. It's free to join. We encourage you to check it out. There's a link on whoarethese.com. And in that server, there's a channel for Who Are These Socials. And it's a fantastic channel because people go in there and they post links to things that we should be checking out. And, uh, you know, I was saying before that Mike and I spend all day on TikTok. It's actually not the case. It's being facetious when I said sure. that. So we do appreciate your guys' help sending these things in. And this has been making the rounds. I'm sure you've seen it. But uh, Bobby Althoff interviews Destiny Lynette Henderson, a.k.a. Suki Hana, a.k.a. Suki the Good Coochie. So Suki is a rapper, a musician. What am I, an asshole? You don't think I'm on my Suki the Good Coochie news? I was telling the <laughs> listeners. Oh, okay. <laughs> she is a rapper, a.k.a. a musician. And so Bobby wants to ask her about being a musician. And uh, Suki gets very confused by what she means by this, <laughs> which is uh, just Thanks a I can get to know you. So I'm shocking. a musician. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? That mean make magic or something? What is musician? I think that's, I think you're confusing that. Yeah, I'm not no musician. I, I make music. I make I, music. I, and that's not all I do. I make music. I act. I'm a TV star too, a young mom. Uh -huh. I, just really quick, I think you're confusing. I'm not confusing nothing because I, you, you don't know. I, you thought that all I was was a magician or whatever the fuck you said. <laughs> See, that's what I think you think I said. No, I said musician, I think, not what, magician. I don't think, baby, but I don't think. What I, is that? That's ghetto. I don't think. It's clear. I know. <laughs> so you, you think. I didn't say magician, Suki. I said musician. I, I do like Bobby. I like the way she runs her show. I find her charming and funny with her deadpan. Okay. And she looks over at the camera knowing this is the most viral moment she's going to have since the okay, Drake I interview. I wanted to ask you about that because I did see this and I was like, is it a bit? Is it almost like a Between Two Ferns thing where they're both in on it or something? Well, that's because what I thought I like, at first. That's what I yeah. thought at first. But it doesn't appear that Suki knows what musician <laughs> and magician mean. Insane. That's <laughs> <laughs> a little crazy. But all right, let's keep it going. And I think you are a musician. No, baby, I do music. So you just really, just really quick for the record, could you say you don't think you're a musician? I'm not none of that. But then after that, you just said I do music. Yeah, I do music. So in other yeah. words, you're a musician. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Which is very fun stuff right there. And I know that that's been Jeez. making the rounds, but 
we have seems to play it. It's impossible that she wouldn't have heard that term before. <laughs> it does. It does <laughs> seem impossible. But, you know, a lot of these young celebrities, these young artists, they get very high before they go. Maybe they have anxiety. Maybe they just like partying. I don't know. It's true. So who knows what's going on with uh, this woman. But uh, it does appear that she did confuse those two things. Number one, <laughs> Kumia Cook is also in our Discord. And oh, uh, number one, Kumia Cook sent me a video. Familiar with uh, Nikki Haley? Of course. So, our future president. Right. Let's get political for a second. Oh, ha- <laughs> hold on. Hackleborough <laughs> just said cameo booked. Well done, Hackleborough. I can't All wait right, to see it. All right, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them going. We've gotten her, after cameo gets their cut, we've gotten her $6. Yes. <laughs> is that what the percentage is? I don't know. It's something yes, like that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I don't. I honestly don't remember. It's like, but I do know that um, Apple takes it. Like if you book it on iPhones, Apple also gets a percentage. Yes, that's true. Fucking every transaction through a iPhone or an iPad, which is it's obnoxious. Crazy. And uh, I like that Mike starts walking it back. He's like, I, pff, I what would I know about cameo? Just backpedaling. <laughs> I don't remember the percentage. I think it's like eighty. Uh, I think don't you don't get hit your head on the wall as you backpedal there, Mike. Jeez, <laughs> put, put your cane the other way. I knew at a time, and now I don't. All right, I've grown. <laughs> All right. So Kumia Cock, number one Kumia Cock, sent us this video, and what it is is Nikki Haley is reading all the hate tweets that she gets. So okay. she's doing that old Jimmy Kimmel bit. Sure. And this was a funny bit sometimes on the Jimmy yeah. Kimmel show. This is so bad. I'll just want to play for a minute, and I just want to see what your reaction is to this. All right. Everybody hates you. Really? I think my husband loves me. I'm genuinely terrified of Nikki Haley. Any man who knows how vindictive, evil, short-sighted, and psychotic women can be. This guy can't be married. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Nikki! I didn't realize there was an art to dubbing in laughter, but apparently there is. Apparently (laughs) it's it's very difficult for people. This, This continues on. So Nikki posted this herself, and it's still up for some reason. This has seven, uh, 776,000 views already. This is insane. This, sh- this should be, and it, we live in a different world now, so it probably won't be. But remember when, like, Howard Dean's campaign yep. was killed because he listed all the states? Yeah, yeah. Shit like that. <laughs> right. Th- this should be that moment. It should be. <laughs> and uh, let's prove that right here. With a basic understanding, physiognomy takes a single look at Nikki Haley and is terrified. I genuinely believe her victory would spell the end of the free world. Dude, that's, I don't even know what to say about that. I don't know what to say about that. Nice comeback, Nikki. Yeah, then why did you read it? And then why did you edit this into the thing you're doing if you don't know what to say about that? I mean, as if, right, guys? (laughs) It reminds me, I played this on WATP yesterday, but Stuttering John pulls up a photo of my wife, and I played the entire thing where he was roasting my wife it's, it's over a minute long yeah holy hell holy shit oh fucking Fuck. hell fucking hell <laughs> jeez <laughs> well okay if you have nothing then don't bring it up I, we're not making you do this nikki what are you doing are you are you fucking with me you're fucking with me 
Good stuff, John. <laughs> Nikki Haley has a room temperature IQ. <laughs> True or false? See, now, that's where the laughter's in the wrong place. People are literally <laughs> laughing at Nikki. Nikki Haley has a room temperature IQ. And people are like, ha, 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 yeah, she's an idiot. She is a dumb bitch. <laughs> what a dumb idiot. <laughs> she's got a 71 IQ and a retard. Why does she have the laughter? I got to back that up. Why does she put the laughter right there? That's She's stupid. Nikki Haley has a room temperature IQ. <laughs> uh, true or false? Wow. Oh, Nikki. nice one, Nikki. Wow. Way to, way to swat away the haters. <laughs> I don't think I can watch any more of this. <laughs> it's brutal. This is really bad. I'm trying to remember. So I remember enjoying the Kimmel version. Yes, me too. Did people respond to that with, like, by reading them and then saying, like, hey, I'm rubber and you're glue. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's the level of comeback that Nikki wrote. This is not live, I assume, by no, a laugh track. Definitely not. <laughs> She's she's standing in front of the brick wall too. She's doing like this as like it's a stand up act or something. Oh, I would love Nikki Haley to put out an hour of stand up. <laughs> you guys seen this shit on Twitter? They asked me true or false. <laughs> I don't I don't think this is gonna uh, sway the Trump voters. I'll be honest with you. Doesn't seem that way. Do you know what her hashtag is? I've never seen this. I'm not following politics these days. The no. hashtag is Make America Normal Again. Now, I have to say, yeah. if you're competing against Trump, maybe don't remind everybody about Trump's very famous saying. Also, I mean, I I've, apologies to Tom Myers because I've criticized him for Make America Innate Again. Sure. But at least it rhymes. Yeah, like, right. Jesus uh, Christ. Make America Normal Again is not even the, the right number of syllables. Yeah, good point. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. You sent this one over. Matt Reif had uh, a fan at his show. Matt Reif, very famous comedian. But he's one of these guys who's become so famous that he has to police people using their phones. Doesn't yes. want anything getting out there. He's been he's had some controversial things come out. Women, women with a black eye don't know how to cook. Crazy things like that. <laughs> he gets in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So he's got to be careful. Yeah. And Even so, if you're a big celebrity, you can't have your phone out, apparently. Right. I think that's what we're about to see. Yeah. So here's the uh, video that was posted on Twitter. I did nothing wrong. I didn't touch my phone. I wanted to see Matt right because he's a friend of mine. And I go to jail. I did nothing wrong. That's that's the great Lisa Ann, as I'm sure uh, the gentlemen watching know. But what I don't understand is like how or I should I I do understand it, but like how embarrassing that you hit a, a you're a woman of a certain age and you're kind of behaving like a 22 year old girl getting kicked out of a Matt Rife show, you know? Well, I have to apologize. I didn't know who Lisa Ann was. I had to look it up. Oh, really? And um, I didn't realize there was such a thing as 51 year old porn actresses. And I was wondering, why is yeah. that? Why is that a thing? Because people like MILFs, Carl. Do I got to tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So. I read up about this incident a little bit. So she's getting, she's handcuffed. She's getting pulled out of the Matt Rife concert. She's declaring in this video she's going to jail, which didn't happen. But um, from what I read, and the New York Post rarely steers me in the wrong direction. From what I read, sure. the handcuffs didn't come out because of the phone use. It had more to do with her kicking the officers. 
It's minor detail. Uh, resisting arrest <laughs> will oftentimes be, be a Listen, problem. Assaulting police officers. The main thing is these pompous comedians trying to police our phone usage at these shows. Is that what it is? Okay. That's the real issue. <laughs> so what is the, the story here? What do you know about this? Well, it seems like just she was shit face. So she made she made a bunch of uh, posts the next day ta- talking about how she's innocent and they harass the police harassed her and all this stuff. But she's saying there like Matt Rife is my friend, to which I would say you'd probably have like seats where you're not getting kicked out or maybe even be backstage right. if he was your you know your date there or Good something. Point. Yes. Yeah. It's a tough, tough look for an older porn star to be getting kicked out of a show like that. I've seen some of the girls that Matt Rife sleeps with, and they're much younger. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're hot. That's the thing is, it feels very like, hey, I'm one of these girls, right? It's like I hey, used to be Lisa Ann. I remember those days. Sure. <laughs> why? Uh, why not? Well, I mean, why don't we all play along? No one wants to play along. All right, fuck it then. <laughs> super, super chat, super chat now. Oh, so what do they just read super chats? Oh, that's they just read super chats. Okay. I see what this show is. Voltaire, 325, five bucks. KB said he won't watch your show anymore. I know you are reeling <gasps> from that. And oh, just no. putting on a brave front, I hope this helps a bit. Voltaire, thank you so much. Very likely our last show, we were counting on Kevin Brennan watching us. Yeah, that's so, tough. That's, that's a tough, tough. loss. Too, was he watching bad. a lot before? That's no. a more. That's an odder admission. Yeah, yeah, that makes any sense. <laughs> uh, David Demonicky coming in with five bucks says it angers me. Blind Mike doesn't go on Daywave anymore. Tell him to look for me this weekend in Atlantic City. I'm gonna throw him a beating. <laughs> Please don't. But I'd uh, happily go on Daywave. I do miss Royce. I'm a big Royce guy, so I was, uh, I'll go on Daywave anytime. I was messaging with Royce today, and uh, I'm happy to announce I'll be on ROTC this Monday coming up. I never gotten that invite, but and whatever. then uh, well, we're doing a live show together down in uh, Largo, Florida, WATP uh, and ROTC. It's all very hurtful. <laughs> so we are gonna team up, and then I'm gonna have uh, Merch and Royce on WATP get up soon. So that's well, tell Royce I say hi and I, I miss will. him. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then are you going to Atlantic City this weekend? Is that what I'm reading here from David? No, I don't, okay. think, right. I don't think I'll be made. John did invite me to his room. Uh, me and Kate meeting. <laughs> yes, but. right. <laughs> Eddie Valentino, two bucks. Hashtag free Lisa Ann. All right. Well, there's some They're fans straight, out see? there. That's, yeah. That is good to know. All right. Let's head over to the Graham. This one comes in from David Eddins, and uh, he found, you know, we've been talking about Disney World lately. A lot of swingers are hanging out at Disney World. Sure. And I think Mike and I are both kind of like, eh, I don't know. I don't really I think that's kind of gross. It's like a family park. Well. Yeah, I don't condone it. 
Well, David found something that's much grosser than that. Have you been dying to eat at Steakhouse 71 at Disney's Contemporary Resort, but you weren't sure if you'd fit? Hey, everyone, we're plus-size park hoppers, and we range in sizes from 2X to 5X. <laughs> All right, so these plus-size park hoppers range in size from 2X to 5X. Can you imagine being a 6X and just being like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, get out of here, fatso. <laughs> hey, I want to go to a restaurant. <laughs> Too bad, oink, tummy. Oink, back of the line. <laughs> yeah, right. Save some for us, asshole. All right. So they're talking about this uh, expensive steakhouse. I say expensive because it's Disney. Sure. Pretty sure that every place there is expensive. So they're talking about this place, and they're going to explain to us whether or not our fat asses, Mike, I'm talking to you now, can hey. our fat asses sit in the chairs and eat at this restaurant? Okay. Take notes. On this episode of If I Fits, I Sits, we're eating at Steakhouse 71. This restaurant opened in 2021 and quickly became one of our favorites. The majority of the seating here is table seating, but they also have booths. The chairs are a bit oddly shaped, but comfortable enough. Some of the chairs have arms, but you are welcome to swap them out if needed. As okay. Some of wow. the chairs have arms. Now, I don't know if you know this about 5X people, <laughs> but the arms are the enemy to the 5X person. They do not appreciate the arms. I've never quite understood like people that really love the Food Network and can just watch food be prepared and discussed. I don't quite get that, but I do get it more than people that are talking about the the furniture at a restaurant. It doesn't. I don't. Who's watching this? Going, oh, interesting. You the think it's more entertaining? You think it's more entertaining <laughs> to find out how to make delicious food than to find out if you can sit your fat ass at a table and eat it? S slightly, yeah. All right. Well, maybe you're not the target also, demo for this. I, this is kind of just dawning on me. I've never heard this description. Like, I've never referred to myself as an XL because that's the shirt size I wear, you know? Well, of course that's not, because you're, you're actually yourself. a 2X. We know that. <laughs> well, uh, maybe maybe you, know you were I mean, an XL five years ago, 2X. <laughs> I said never. I mean, yeah. even when I was one. All right, all right, good point, good point. <laughs> are welcome to swap them out if needed. As for the booths, it does look like the tables move, but you can always request a table if that's what you prefer. We oh, that's the other thing. So the chairs with arms is the natural enemy to the fat ass, but the booth, <laughs> holy shit, the booth. <laughs> the Lex Luthor of this world. Yes. It reminds me of, holy shit, when we were down in Nashville doing the live show and I was playing Ash's podcast for my buddy, Dr. Steve, the guy with uh, great self-esteem, and there was this morbidly obese person who was driving for uber and she was complaining because her seat is so far back there's literally no leg room for the person behind her <laughs> and the guy's like ma'am i'm sorry can you move up a little bit i need to sit in the seat to the point where the steering wheel is now a part of her i, I feel like this is what like you gotta get a truck first off don't don't get a sedan don't get a coupe for that you big can't but drive also, for uber though that's the issue that's true. These but people also, are being discriminated against. But yeah, that that table for the booth is like the steering wheel, is is what I'm picturing <laughs> here. It's like, God damn it! So now you know you got your plate there, and half of your stomach's on your plate. It's probably embarrassing. It is insane that we. I'd want to be put out of my misery if I made it to five X or whatever the fuck this Dude, is. Dude, room service. You, I, I want to stay, yeah. too. I'm going to stay in my room. I'm fat. <laughs> it's shame that like an adult. <laughs> yes. 
request a table if that's what you prefer. We've been lucky enough to try brunch, lunch, and dinner here, and today we're having lunch. The menu here is pretty small, but everything is delicious. Ashley started out with a wedge salad, which was huge. And yes, we do <laughs> sure eat salad. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they even, they even referenced this. Also, I love the fact they're at a fancy restaurant, and they're like, the menu here is kind of small. It's not a diner. Idiot. It's a steakhouse. <laughs> it's supposed to be kind of small. It's supposed to have specialties. Is, by the way, is she describing just eating a salad in the type of table she's sitting at? Yes. Just being wedged in? <laughs> yes. I got the, the wedge salad. Well, it's just a salad, but that's <laughs> how I'm sitting. All right. This is, I backed it up a little bit because they do reference what they're saying here. Small, but everything is delicious. Ashley started out with a wedge salad, which was huge. And yes, we do eat salad, despite what some of you might say in our comments. Sarah got the petite fork and knife. See, Mike? And they they beat me to it. I'm yep. sorry. <laughs> They're getting out ahead of it right there. <laughs> I feel like an idiot. <laughs> and I just want to point out for these numbnuts, a wedge salad is a piece of iceberg lettuce, you know, a whole head of lettuce mm -hmm. with blue cheese and bacon all over it. So, I mean, it's probably a thousand calories. So like, well, we start with a salad. Okay. But there is lettuce. <laughs> it's more green than they've had in months. Fucking blue cheese on crunchy water. But okay, sure. Nice Caesar salad, which she really enjoyed. And the star of the show is this amazing French onion soup. Sarah gets this every time we come. Take a look at this cheese bowl. Have you ever seen something so beautiful? Yes, that's what French onion soup is. It's got mozzarella cheese on it. It stretches. That that's the star of the show at his fucking steakhouse. Then why are we eating here? Do they take a French onion soup the way you would like a pickleback shot or something? Like <laughs> yeah. just bring that to get us started. Really get the juices flowing, you know? <laughs> For entrees, Ashley got the prime rib sandwich. She thought it was good, but the prime rib was a little dry. Katie got the best burger of her life and she was able to get it gluten-free. This burger is what they're known for at lunch. Sarah, Deanna, and I all got the steak frites. These were delicious and I loved the chimichurri on top. We were too full for dessert this time, but we have had their creme brulee and chocolate cake in the past and they are incredible. I can wholeheartedly say when that When she this said is we were too full, did yeah. they show like that a bite mark had been taken out of the table? <laughs> 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 They're literally showing them eating the biggest piece of cake. Let me count the layers here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight layers of cake and frosting in between. <laughs> and she's got the Mickey Mouse ears on, and they're like, look, at this time we were too full. But last time, we ate 5,000 calories of cake after dinner. Okay. Well, I just couldn't have another bite. <laughs> <laughs> cake in the past and they are incredible i can wholeheartedly say that this is our favorite restaurant and disney property right now make sure you follow us for more plus size disney content plus size disney content mike how much more could there be hey i couldn't fit on this ride yeah. i couldn't fit on this no ride shit. yeah <laughs> hey you know what maybe rides are out this year <laughs> just throw that out there it's a possibility That'd be great if they made five videos talking about the rides they couldn't get on, and then we're like, guys, we're not doing rides. <laughs> yeah, right. They're like, no one's watching these videos of us not going on rides, so I guess we're going to stop doing that. All right, well, we're going to eat snacks then instead. All right, I'll watch that. That's something you can actually do. All right, this is a video you sent me. We're still on Instagram. And you said, what is the point of this? Now, I don't think you were paying attention. Oh. <laughs> I don't think you are paying attention during this video, because they explain it. My oh, husband you and I have removed okay. the... <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll explain it all to you here.
My husband and I have removed the bottoms of all of our shoes. We decided to start walking barefoot and one of our followers had a great idea. Since some businesses don't want us being completely barefoot, if we cut off the bottom of our shoes, it'll allow us to be barefoot but blend in with everyone else. This is a huge commitment, but we were willing to make it. These are our favorite shoes. Our shoe collection is worth more than $20,000, but this is a sacrifice we're willing to take because... Okay. Mike, they just yes. said their shoe collection is worth over $20,000. Sure. Yeah. Here's a question for you. Is buying yeah. sneakers and then cutting out the bottom a good investment? <laughs> is that a good investment there? You think maybe pay less might be the wiser option? Yeah, why, why not just buy like some <laughs> shitty shoes if you're just going to destroy them? $20,000 for the shoes? You know, you know what's funny? Is that that's how bizarre this trend is. That that part didn't even dawn on me. It was just the idea. Like They're like, hey, guys, you know how we all want to get rid of the bottoms of our shoes, but you can't go into places barefoot. <laughs> like They're presenting it like it's a problem they have solved. Right, yeah. You, you never would have thought of this. Right. You know that pesky engine in your car? What if you cut out the bottom of the floorboard and use your feet? <laughs> favorite shoes. Our shoe collection is worth more than $20,000, but this is a sacrifice we're willing to take because walking barefoot means the world to us. The benefits of walking Why? barefoot are priceless, so now our shoes are worth more than money could ever be. So Okay, so they said right there, the benefits of walking barefoot are numerous, yes, but they price. never explain, or prices, they never explain any of the benefits because... I'm trying to think of what they are. I know that stepping on a, a rusty nail is fun, but I'm trying to think what are the other benefits of walking barefoot, Mike? I t toughening your your feet, I guess. I don't know. E even I mean, maybe I, there's something like they're constantly walking over hot coals, and that provides some sort of benefit. That you're tough. I've been to fish concerts. Even they wear Birkenstocks. <laughs> like it's it's not helpful to be barefoot all the time. It's kind of dangerous in a lot of areas. That's my, that was my main issue with this video is like if you want to walk barefoot and, and hide under shoe masks or whatever you're doing terrific <laughs> but they presented it like guys you know how we all like enough bitching about not being able to go shoeless right <laughs> we've solved it they're like hey guys we got a life hack here you never thought of like no yeah, it's, finally you can stop that complaining <laughs> so today we got to work and started removing the bottoms we weren't sure if this was going to be easy or hard and it ended up being pretty easy we made little shelves where our toes are and our heels are we made a little lip on the bottom of the shoe where our toenails will go so they can latch on so we'll actually be oh, able to hold posers. on to the shoe while trying to walk without the bottom and we did the same thing for our heels oh they have to latch their toenails onto the top of the shoe they don't even really want to be barefoot what is this that seems like a lot of work you know what <laughs> i mean because if, if you're walking and you also have to like maintain i'm not a big flip-flop guy i don't know how you feel about flip-flops it just seems Come like on. you're adding more work into walking because you got to keep it on your foot somehow and i don't know yeah, it's all, it's a, a tremendous amount of work. Seems like a lot. The experience no of cutting off the bottoms of our shoes was very freeing and detoxifying, just like walking barefoot is. So after we cut the bottoms off, we decided to try it out. So we went to our favorite store, Sephora. And as you know, they don't really like us in here without shoes. I needed to grab a few things for a trip we're going on. <laughs> oh the experience God. was absolutely perfect. The workers came up to us. They talked to us. They even complimented hey, our shoes. Nice shoes. I definitely recommend this if you're trying to go incognito barefoot. It's the perfect way to get all the benefits of going barefoot, but also have no one know. Uh, at the end there... <laughs> The guy picks the bag up that they, whatever they bought with his toes and hands it to his girlfriend. Jesus Christ. Ugh.
I like the, the world they're presenting where everyone's coming up to him going, hey, those shoes definitely have bottoms. High five. <laughs> what in the... Who would think about it? Who would give a fuck? Yeah, they all came up to us and complimented us. What? They're just about? giggling. Nobody knows. It's, it, <laughs> yeah, you really got us. And actually, I'm noticing it now. It's giving me the vibe of those um, voyeurs who try to get away with like sex in public or... You know, they don't have any pants on or something, and they're walking around. It's almost like they're like, hee, look at how but, naughty we're being. Gee-hee. But again, those people want to come. I understand right. the oh, goal. Yes. There's yes. an end in sight. I get it. I don't, what are these people getting out of it? Right. If they were just fucking in a dressing room, I would be like, oh, okay, yeah, that looks fun. <laughs> sure, these are upstanding citizens. <laughs> Yay, Super Chats. Doc Jones, 73, five bucks, says, I, Christian Blatt, love, oops, wrong show. Yes, that is the wrong show, sir. The gimmick here is 25 bucks or more. You get a personalized jingle. But thank you for reminding me, the Super Super Bowl halftime show featuring Usher. Oh, yeah. Who gives a fuck about that? In fact, I believe it's never been said better than, who gives a shit, who gives a fuck? So... What we're going to do on this channel, on the Who Are These Podcasts YouTube channel, is Who Are These Broadcasters is doing their own special halftime show. Be looking at halftime shows from the past and notable moments in Super Bowl history. They're going to have, obviously, Eric Zane and Christian Blatt, but also be joined by Cardiff Electric and Lucy Tightbox. So when the uh, second quarter ends, the end of the first half, Pop on YouTube, watch Who Are These Broadcasters in their special uh, halftime show episode. I like the idea that somewhere there's going to be people that are, you know, fans of Who Are These Broadcasters that are at a party where people don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, real quick, I'm going to put on Eric Zane and Christian Blatt. No, 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 you don't understand. Tukey and Lucy Tightbox are on. We've got to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, one other person will be there being like, oh, Cardiff's on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop it out. All right, cool. Yeah. I'll watch oh, that. Oh, Cardiff. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm ignorant. Penis Wrinkle 12, my boy, two bucks. No one ever thinks of the tail, only the wide. Oh, the t- oh, no one ever thinks of the tall, only the wide. Yeah, I suppose. But why would you? Well, what would. What would the tall need? Well, I mean, the big and tall is both tall and wide. For clothing, but I'm talking at a restaurant right. what, what, you know, or a, a theme park. What would the tall need? They get their heads cut off on a ride, I guess. Okay, yes, good point. Maybe we can make videos of people getting their heads cut off on rides to discourage Oops. other tall people from doing that. Dan Sullivan coming in with $10. I, you know what? I bet that sounds familiar. I bet I have a Dan Sullivan. Nope, it's not familiar at all. No. I apologize, Sorry, Dan. Dan. <laughs> He's definitely donated before. Ten bucks says, Carl, jingle please. I have only just heard, but Crystalia is visiting Rochester on March 1st at the Kodak Theater. Here's some money towards tickets. Yes, that is true. Crystalia is coming to Rochester. Oh my goodness. Are we going? <laughs> do you want it? I, I would do that. I, I would make the trek the uh 14 minutes I have to drive to get there. Yeah, it's a little longer for me. We'll <laughs> yeah, see. I know. Might, might not be worth it for you. <laughs> I would have to imagine. All right. Oh, I do have a Dan Sullivan. Here comes the money. Here we go. Thanks for the super chat, Dan Sullivan. Putting the ranch down feels almost as good as a thumbs down on any stuttering John video. 
Doc Jones, 73 two bucks. I actually already have a jingle, Carl, says Doc Jones. Oh, do you, Doc Jones? Oh, do you? Oh, yeah, you do. Mm. Here comes the money. Thanks for the super chat, Doc Jones, 73. Go to me, Joey My best friend, Joey Your dad to me again, Joey Wow. That's a very unique one. Going back to the well with uh, some AI hits going on. All right. Yeah. Very good, uh, Doug, from the Jingles Department. I never listen to these until we play them, so it's always a, a treat for me. Okay, we're still on Instagram, and of course, you know who's on Instagram. Our boy, John Sarasani. Hell yeah. He's going to Vegas, and if there's always one thing is. a big, tall, buff, rich guy needs, it's a hot broad walking around with him. I said, listen, I'm single. I got cool events all week in Las Vegas. I need a plus one. You don't even have to sleep with me. Shit. You don't even have to be blonde, but you don't even have to sleep with me. <laughs> Did that hit you the wrong way? Like it hit me the wrong way? Unlike most of my dates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like this time I'm not going to rape you. <laughs> Could you imagine calling an escort service? You're like, look, I, I'm not, you don't even have to fuck me. You don't have to be blonde. I mean, those would both would be better if you did, but. Yeah, there's a there's plenty of sad elements to this, but mm -hmm. I like to look at the positive. Okay. And when you look at like someone like Stuttering John who swears he's he's not trying to fuck Kate Meany. Sure. At least John Sarasani just coming out and saying it. Like, hey, I'm trying to fuck one of my Instagram followers. Will you DM me, please? One, you don't even have to sleep with me. You don't even have to be blonde, but I do want some companionship. I want somebody side by side with me as we rock this week. All right. And uh, who I picked, I, I think I'm happy with. You see us on the street. Say what's up. Ah, so you didn't realize there's a big reveal right there. Yeah, it's a misdirect where he shows his buddy. And uh, my first question was, am I supposed to know who this guy is? No, that, that's okay. what I was wondering. I was looking through all the comments like, who, who is this person? But the weird thing about John Sirisani's comments is like he definitely gets trolled. Yeah. But a lot of them were like, add away, Johnny, weekend for the bros. <laughs> so like, who, are, who okay. are these people? <laughs> so this is uh, this is D Money is yes. his buddy on here. And uh, it's always good to name yourself with the word money in it. It means that it'll start flowing in. It's like a vision board. Just change sure. your name to whatever you want. My new name is no longer Carl Hamburger. It's Carl Young Pussy. All right. I just, <laughs> that's how you're going to refer to me from now on. Hey, we know he doesn't like that, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> it's Carl Doesn't Need a Nap Young Pussy is my full <laughs> name from now on. Mike, this is disappointing, buddy. The next video you sent me that you <gasps> labeled Terrible Story has been removed. Oh, no. I know. So he agreed. I'm so, I'm so disappointed. I wanted to see well, what this if was. I, if I could tell you what the story was. Please. He mixed up bags with someone at the airport. Ugh, Can you believe it? Fucking cares. And then he, he kind of did a black scent talking to D-Money, which was uncomfortable. Oh. But I guess we won't get to hear it. I would have liked to have heard that. Oh, wow. I know. All <laughs> right. So let's find out about, you know, I started the show today with some banter about lines on the game and where the money's going to go. I thought maybe Mike would get into some betting talk with me. He wasn't <laughs> into it. That's okay, because now we're going to get it from John. I thought Thank of this God. years ago, and it's actually coming to fruition. It's called arbitraging your bets in sports gambling. All right? So think about all the different betting platforms that are out there. Points bet, MGM, FanDuel, DraftKings, all this shit. 
Well, they're not all consistent on the odds they're given on the bets, all right? So theoretically, you could go bet on the Blackhawks here to win, but then also bet somewhere else on the Kings to win when they're playing the freaking Blackhawks. Okay, so first off, that's not true. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I've been gambling on sports for decades now. Yeah. And uh, the way that it works is once the major sports books choose the line, everyone else follows suit. Now, you're going to get some fluctuations. I was just looking at the lines for the Super Bowl. Mm. Two and a half here, two there. But you're sure. not going to find a place where you're going to get these guys have the Blackhawks favored. These guys have the Kings favored. It's not how that works. You don't think? No, you I don't. don't. Think, you don't think that John Sirisani is the first guy to figure out if you bet on both teams, well, you'll come out ahead. Also, it's so <laughs> stupid because there's a VIG. So let's say that is the case. Let's say that there's two different teams that are favored on two different platforms. Well, you got to bet the same amount of money on each, and then you lose in the, with the VIG. So that doesn't help you. The main reason I like this video is because yeah. every retard goes through this at some point yeah. where you're like, oh, no, no. I have a system. Dude. I've got a foolproof system. I'm going to beat Vegas. Dude, I had <laughs> a system. he's doing 40. <laughs> when I was in my 20s, I thought I had a system. And I was doing this online gambling. I'm playing blackjack. And I'm like, all right, if I lose, I just double the money the next time. If I lose yeah. again, I double that. If I lose again, I double that. Eventually, I'll break even. And I go back to winning again. Guess what? Yes. Terrible system. Do not do no. it. I think it's about as smart as betting on both teams. <laughs> just, just put up both teams. All right, let's get to the rest of this. This is ridiculous. And the payouts will be different enough where you win one and lose the other, but you still make a little bit of money from a percentage standpoint. All right? Okay, great. Well, what's that percentage? That's it's a single digit. not a big amount. No. All right. It would be negative. But okay, let's keep going. Let's see where he's going with this. Well, who's going to put the time and effort? We're gamblers, dude. I don't want to waste time doing that shit. An app, a website called Odds Jam. They do the work for you. You pay them oh, a monthly subscription. You say it was a scam. Day. They give you the winners that you can arbitrage. <laughs> it's free money, mother effer. Link in bio. Check it out. Okay. So this is kind of like, you know those apps that find promo codes for women when they're shopping for purses? I don't know. I just assume that's what that is. It's like, sure. oh, you get the best deal. Whatever you're buying, we'll find the promo code. This is the, the same thing for men. Now, I'm pretty sure John Sarasani has assured us he'll never work another day in his life. He doesn't have to work. He sold no. his company for millions of dollars. He's out of the rat race, and he laughs at all of us who are the working stiffs of the world. Yeah. Okay. You know that he said that many times. Yeah, I've heard. So why the so fuck? What? What's your point? <laughs> why the fuck is he <laughs> shilling for this company and showing a promo code for 35% off? It seems oh. like he's working here. You're so cynical, Carl. You think this was a paid advertisement? I think he's got the link in his bio because this is a really trustworthy website. Because he just wants to help out his viewers, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think it's the timeshare of the gambling industry. Can you think of a worse spokesperson than John Sarasati? He's so abrasive and douchey. Speaking of which. Hey, I'm in marketing. We're looking to turn everybody off to our products, John. <laughs> Do you think you can help us? Oh, <laughs> uh, John Sosani, are you a betting man? <laughs> and I'm going to prove this guy is a turnoff for everyone with this video. People are throwing around the word narcissist like it's the fucking it word. <laughs> hey, you're a narcissist. I have narcissistic abuse. But the biggest narcissist that I know 
are the people calling people narcissists. They're the actual oh, narcissists. Now, okay. it gets a little confusing now because I'm now calling those people narcissists for calling people narcissists. Does that now make me a narcissist? Well, Brian seems to think so because of my diamond chain, because of my big ass house, because I'm walking around with my shirt off, Brian. You think that makes me a bigger narcissist than this guy? So at the end of this video, he holds up a picture of himself with Donald Trump, which <laughs> proves that he's a narcissist. On so many levels. <laughs> I mean, his, his argument was, I'm rubber and you're glue, which was a bad yes. start. But then at the end, to be like, and I realize that's confusing because now I'm calling you a narcissist. But would a narcissist have a photo of him with Donald Trump? Yes. For yes. sure. Whoever smelt his adult, John <laughs> yes. says. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Like, does that apply to anything? Should Bill Cosby have been like, maybe these ladies are the rapists, you know? Like, they're the ones pointing fingers all the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> maybe I was the one who was passed out. I didn't mix the cocktail. Fucking asshole. Fucking idiots. All right, let's head over to uh, YouTube. I'll stop the show and watch YouTube. Uh, real quick, get caught up here. Andrew Gonzalez, five bucks, says, caught my fiance watching Who Are These Socials. Now I think she's screwing Mike Geary. Is that true? <laughs> I like the, the fr phrasing it like caught her. Like, what are you watching? Honey? Nothing. Yeah, she closes the laptop real quick. <laughs> ah! I'm not watching that, anything. Did I, did I just hear Doug from the Jingles? No. <laughs> <laughs> Cardiff Electric coming in with his usual $2.79 Canadian. If Blind Mike goes ac he won't be only one to not see sj god damn it see that's the problem with these small fucking donations cardiff you're <laughs> you trying can't to fit, fit it in yeah all right so what he's saying is john's not going to ac is what cardiff you is don't saying. think so at this point i mean he better go now otherwise he's gonna yeah because like he, he seemed pretty deter I, yeah. he, he had this whole setup where he was gonna play shuli saying that he wasn't going yeah, and he just it just backfired on him, and he was like, "No, I'm not going." And then Vince Delaire was like, "You're not," and he's like, "No, I am." <laughs> I know, I saw that. <laughs> it just didn't work. So stupid. <laughs> but also, John, I don't know what his deal is because broccoli. And I'm sorry to get off on this tangent. We'll get right back to the social media. Yeah, broccoli says, "I'll pay for you to fly to Atlantic City." John goes, "I'll take you up on that." And so he announced the other day that he's flying from LAX to Fort Lauderdale, to Atlantic City, using points. Now, Mike, okay. I ask you, is Fort Lauderdale <laughs> a good stop if you're going from L.A. to Atlantic City? I'm not a geography guy, but it doesn't seem like it's on the way. It's not. Necessarily. It's not even close to on the way. <laughs> Who the fuck? It's not a hub for anything. Fort Lauderdale? What the fuck? What's he doing? Sounds a bit confused. I wonder if Broccoli is up to something. <laughs> I was a bit confused by that. Yeah, it's possible. All right, this came in from Peter Hansman. Peter Hansman, remember we played last week the Thousand Pound Sisters? Yes, I do. TLC? Well, I don't know if you know this, but they've lost some weight. Already? Oh, yeah. They, they've <laughs> that was lost, quick. They've lost some weight, and they're starting to get hot. There are a couple hot chicks now. And so one of the things you got to think about when you start becoming a hot chick is birth control. Hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, uh, I believe they're consulting with a gynecologist here. Okay. To figure out uh, birth control. So what brings you here today? I want to see if I can conceive. 
Okay. I want to make sure everything's <laughs> healthy down there. I had a IUD put in. Oh, you did? When was that? Oh. And then it'd be taken out in 2016. Oh, wow. So still in. So this woman has, lost. An, has an IUD <laughs> that needed to be taken out in 2016. First off, she has walking birth control. You don't need an IUD. <laughs> no one can even Doc, possibly get a sperm close to your vagina. Doc, I am just waving cocks away every day. And at some point, I'm going to have to say yes to one. Please. <laughs> this is insane. Tammy's had an IUD in there for like 12 years. I'm like... Sure, it ain't permanently attached now. This is the sister this is making fun of her. Like, can they find it? I think he's got a permanent place of residence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, your sister's the laughing stock, dummy. You got it. <laughs> what, <laughs> a bitch had a pig. Yeah, what a fucking idiot this one is, huh? <laughs> Been here for 12 years. I ain't moving. Is that the last time you've seen a, a doctor? Okay. Was it was it a bad experience, and that was why you didn't go back? It was just back? really big, and it was hard for me to get. Yeah, to get in there and, and get it out. Okay. Unlike now, <laughs> she hasn't been to a gynecologist because no one can find where her vagina is. Like we, <laughs> we're looking in the general vicinity, but we're coming up with nothing here. So I'm sorry. Is it this fold? No, no, no. But I feel like I'm getting close. <laughs> is this your clit? That oh, belly button. Okay, well, we'll keep trying. Okay. That is the thing the gynecologists look for, right? The clit? I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I assume, yeah. I assume. What's most concerning to me is if she should get pregnant and an IUD is in place, it can cause premature delivery or even fetal death. So okay. if she's been sexually active with an IUD in place that's not effective, we probably ought to try to get that out. Right. Are you married? Okay. She is. Are you sexually active right now? No. Okay. <laughs> she, she shakes her head and laughs like, no, who's fucking this? Who are you talking about? <laughs> Come on, Doc. Good one. <laughs> yeah, she puts the elbow to her head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally getting laid over here, right? Yeah, good one. Okay, why is that? Well, he's in a different state. Oh, well, that's a problem. <laughs> I know being bigger has disadvantages with sex, but do anything. Put my mom through it. I'm handy capable, not handicapped. Well, now I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, Mike didn't like just keep eating food, and the doctor's like, "You're gonna lose your vision." He's like, "Fuck that! I don't care. I'm just gonna eat food." <laughs> yeah, those things happen separately. Right. <laughs> when was the last time that you had a period? Um, you don't remember, okay? Um, there be a slight chance I might be pregnant now. <laughs> Should have said there's a slight chance I might be pregnant now. What? What are you? What are you basing that on? <laughs> she's not sexually active, but she's like immaculate conception. <laughs> yeah, you ever have a pill? Could you imagine? This is what God's doing now. He's having some fun with us. Watch this. I made the 500 pound girl pregnant. <laughs> And the second son of Jesus didn't make it. Ah, the second son of God, whatever. All right, let's uh, let's see what she's why she thinks she's pregnant here. Really? And why do you say that? I've been craving weird things that I'm not normally craving. Yeah. And now you crave it. Hmm. Like water. Well, some of it I'm could craving be water. <laughs> she's craving water, Mike. She might be pregnant. Well, I'm drinking for two now. <laughs> well, what do you think you're pregnant? Well, I'm thirsty. So there's that. <laughs> what? Oh, 
famous TLC shows. Yeah. Bitch, you ain't pregnant. You're thirsty. You're just thirsty, bitch. Go drink you some water. Okay, and then the fucking sister has to pile what? on. Why did another one? I, I, I gotta say, I don't know which one's which, but I'm on the the, the one getting checked out. I'm on her side. Because why does this other girl think she's better than her? I know. That's that's the funny thing. They're both fat retards. And the one's oh. just like, come oh, with my sister pink. over here. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, while we're on YouTube, I actually heard this on the Dick Show, Dick Masterson's show. I thought this was kind of interesting. Someone bought a house on Amazon. Did okay. you know you could buy a house on Amazon, Mike? I didn't, but I am looking, so we'll see. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> check, check this out. It's kind of interesting. This is You can uh, buy anything on Amazon. This is Unspeakable Studios. They have 2.47 million subscribers. This video that came out less than two weeks ago has 2 million views. Okay. So when I say I know what's going on on social media, I ain't lying. You, you mean it. <laughs> but did you know that you could buy a house? And the house just arrived. Let it fall. It's crazy. It's, it's a giant Amazon box that they're opening up. And literally, there's a house inside. What the fuck? Oh, freaking way. Yo, it's legit. It's like a rectangle. It's small. Yo. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's loud in here. It's pretty What's nice. the point of wind? So these guys are kind of DBs, but basically what's <laughs> happening is they're walking into this house. Let me turn the volume down on this video. And uh, it's just a hallway. They walk in. Okay. It's, it's, it's kind of tight, and they're walking through. Can't even see what do the windows do? Oh, the bathroom. There's a whole bathroom in a shower. Wait, there's a shower? In a toilet. Bro, you can poop and shower at the same time. Look. Wait, wait, wait. Shower curtain. It's kind of tied. Uh, okay, fine. Could they have gotten tied, bigger you know? assholes for this? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> These guys are very popular for whatever reason, but all right. I, I thought this was kind of interesting. Just uh, I'm going to play out a little bit longer here. Okay. Oh. Oh. That's Dang, crazy, dude. This is kind of nice. It's just like kind of small. What's up with all this? Wait a second. Wait a second. Is this like half built? Like It folds. I think it folds? It folds. Well, I'm going to call this place the Hot Pocket because all the goodies are inside and we're the goodies. Oh, that's cool. That's what my laptop does. Yo, the entire house has to fold out. Kind of like a puzzle. So this place just tripled in size as they realized that it all folds out. And they're folding the walls up. That's a whole wall. Let me kick it. There we go. Did I get it? Yeah. Kinda. Dude, I've never folded a house together. Hey, let me in. You're gonna kick me out already? Come on, man. Wow, it's already so much bigger. Bro, this thing is so easy to build. You literally just unfold it. So much more room for activities. Yo, this is huge. There's so much room. Where's that wall go? That's the bathroom. Oh. Yeah. That's it? That's it. That's wild. It didn't come with instructions and we built it. Dude. So they literally, I mean, it's a tiny home. It's a tiny house. But yeah. I feel like we're going to start seeing these all over Skid Row in LA or something as soon as. The homeless realized that you could just get one delivered from Amazon. Yeah, so is Bezos just making these? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. That, you know what? I should have looked up how much this costs and who the manufacturer is. Yeah, I'm very curious about that. But they, that is pretty cool. They built this house, and then uh, the reveal is that 
Not only did they buy the house on Amazon, they bought everything they need to furnish the house on Amazon. Left wing. I got right quadrant. I got the middle. So not only did we buy a house on Amazon, we bought everything you could possibly need to live. This is a lot of boxes. Yeah, we So there's literally just hundreds and hundreds of boxes next to where they built this house. And uh, eventually they get to a point where they have a whole video game system in there and bunk beds and a hot plate and they're making food and living a life. Boy, Carl, that's pretty crazy. And if you guys back. use code WATS, you can get this for 40% off. If you need a house right now, and if you want to gamble from that house, I have another idea for you. All right. I found that's that a much better investment. I found that amusing. I thought I would share that with that's, you guys. No, that is pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. All right. Let's get, let's get to the best jingle we have, right? TikTok society up by the Chinese to fuck up the minds of our youth and some other people too. So let's talk quite a lot about these TikTokers we stalk and know. Oh, 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 oh. TikTok fucking blows. Real quick, Michael C for two bucks says, no one tell Mike he's in John's apartment. <gasps> what the hell? <laughs> I knew there were beer cans everywhere. I would imagine it's a little roomier than that. <laughs> Rocco Orby, 2002, two bucks, IUD. More like she needs an IED. Am I right? I suppose. Uh, Audiophile America, five bucks. That jackass Toby Keith wouldn't even sleep with. Oh, wait. <laughs> Hold up. Wait, he's dead. You stop right there. Oh, boy. I don't know if you, you heard the cringe of the week where uh, Andy, I did. Andy stepped in I did. it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, it's like it's like that asshole wrote that song. Like he he died last night. Oh yeah, okay. But to his credit, though, I think I think he said like, oh, even better then. Yeah, like I know. No, he wasn't worried about it. It's not like he was like, I take it all back. He definitely not. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get some reactions to the fact that Shane Gillis is hosting Saturday Night Live. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, I tell you a quick fun story about this. So please. The other day, I was well, I was in my closet which i turned into an office so i'm in my my closet office working on hey guys, stuff carl, carl finally came out of the closet <laughs> oh hey first time that jokes been made. and uh, my wife comes in she goes did you see shane gillis is hosting saturday live i go yeah, yeah yeah i did see that it's kind of big news she's like yeah how is that possible i mean it's very controversial that he'd be hosting that right i go yeah actually it sure. is a bit controversial and blah 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 so I, I come out and I'm talking to her and my friends about it. She goes, yeah, yeah, we met Shane Gillis at Chrissy Mayer's wedding. And uh, she's telling the story about, yeah, yeah, he got real drunk. And then he left his clothes <laughs> at our place and he had to come by the next morning and pick up his clothes. I'm like, wait, uh, we met Shane. G I don't remember any of this. Really? What are you talking about? We met Shane Gillis. She was mistaking Gavin McGinnis. With Shane Gillis. And I went, oh, now I see why you were so freaked out about this. No, Gavin McGinnis will never be hosting Saturday Night Live. Okay, no, now I get it. I don't think so, no. <laughs> now I understand what the confusion was. This is all making a lot more sense. I was like, I guess he knows Chrissy Mayer. I'm surprised he'd be at her wedding, well, though. Because it took me a while for to figure out what was going on. Because when she was going, yeah, you know, we hung out with him at Chrissy's wedding. I'm like, I don't remember meeting Shane Gillis. I feel, feel like I would have told that story by now. If yeah. I... <laughs> Oh, that's very funny. Yeah, so that was fun. Okay, let's uh, get some reactions here. Shane Gillis is hosting. Yeah, people are taking it well. 
why does Saturday Night Live have a reputation for being liberal? They're so conservative. They're always platforming racists and white nationalists. They're often having jokes that kind of reconfirm some of the worst parts of supremacy culture. So <laughs> what I love about these people, yeah, conservative equals white supremacy. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. I wasn't I, sure about that. I, I just like watching SNL and being like, uh, another white supremacist program. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, they're brainwashing the masses yet again. Vote Trump. If you watch SNL and think that they handled Trump versus Biden with a right-wing basis or the right-wing bias, yeah. you have to be retarded, right? I've just had enough of NBC and the conservative media. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's enough so, already. So stupid. <laughs> oh, I get it. Trump can do no wrong. Okay, I get it. <laughs> We're all flawed human beings. How dare you? So that uh, TikTok, I was looking through the reactions, all the comments. Everyone's yeah. on board. They're just like, yeah, no shit. This has been conservative propaganda for years. We're, we're with you. Sure. This, this next one, <laughs> not so much. Oh, good. The fact that Shane Gillis got fired from Saturday Night Live the same week they hired him, just for them to turn around and give him a hosting gig five years later, just proves that cancel culture don't mean shit unless you're black or brown. And mind you, they fired this nigga because he says some racist shit about Asians. At the same time, they hired Bowen Yang, the first <gasps> Asian American cast member in Saturday Night Live history. And now they have this clown hosting. Man, being a mediocre white male comic must be nice. Preach, sister. <sighs> must be fucking nice. Now, First off, I did get a little offended when she wrote, when she said mediocre. Sure. <laughs> Which I got to give credit to the commenters who are all just like, what are you talking about? Mediocre. Shane's fucking awesome. What are you talking about? The she's best like, comic touring today. Yeah. She's just like, well, I've never laughed at any of their jokes. She's like, no, no. Obviously, he's very funny. What are you talking about? And uh, so everyone's throwing shade in the comments on this one, which sure. is good to see. But. I got to say, how is this? And when I see reactions like this, when I saw the Shane Gills going on, I'm like, okay, whatever. And I, I heard you guys talking about it on the Blind Mike Project. I thought yep. you had some interesting takes as far as, are, is he just going to let them, their staff, write these skits? It's going to make him look bad? Or is he yeah, going to bring I'm his own guys? And, but is this a win for SNL? Because it seems like they're pissing everyone off now. Um, Interesting. Is this a bad I, I move? I think Lauren Michaels doesn't mind that. That's the weird thing about SNL being as like liberal as it is, mm -hmm. a, a contrary to the videos we just heard. But like, I, I think Lauren Michaels does like when the writers boycott when Chappelle hosts or he Elon must. Musk. And, he like, must. He gets. I, he gets some satisfaction out of that. And even after firing Shane Gillis, Shane has said that like Lauren's kept in touch with him and texted him about like Gillian Keeves and shit like that. Yeah. So he's been supportive of Shane all along. So. I don't know why he made SNL into this completely liberal, like Kate McKinnon comes out as Hillary Clinton and sings Hallelujah. Ugh. I don't know why it became that. Yeah. But Lauren, just at his core, doesn't seem like that. He seems more like a guy that wants someone like Shane Gillis on. So he likes the controversy, he likes the news picking up on it. He's going to get eyeballs watching the show. Yeah. So if the writers are protesting, then it gets news. Yeah. And it's so a it's big week for, uh, so Bo and Yang, that cast member she referenced, the yeah. uh, oh, yeah. first ever oh, I'm Asian familiar. 
I I think he yeah like I've never seen him do anything funny. No, I think he could have a monumental week if he writes something with Shane like a funny monologue or funny opening sketch, like that could be huge for him. Oh, but I suspect hold on. they I, won't. I just play thought along. of the sketch. All right, I just thought of it. So uh, Bo and Yang's walking down on the streets of New York, and he sees Shane Gillis, and he's like, "That's the guy who hates Asians. I gotta sure. run away from this guy." And then Keenan Thompson comes out and punches him in the face. I don't know if that, <laughs> that'd be a pretty good sketch, know. right? I don't know if any of them would want to be part of that. <laughs> that'd be a funny sketch. Like, you know, a couple of black guys come out and play the knockout Jesus game. Christ. <laughs> that would be like, I'd be like, all right, Bonier's doing some good stuff here. It's kind of edgy. I like it's it. It's just a powerful stop Asian hate message. <laughs> Dude, did you see? So Dave Chappelle was hanging out at SNL. And so he's out there on the stage at the end of the night, you know, waving to the camera goodbye. And okay. Bone Yang had to be on the furthest from Dave Chappelle oh, part of yes. the stage, you know, yeah, like yeah, with yeah. a posture just like, this is fucked up. And he posted on Instagram. It was like, oh, Ugh. everyone hanging with Dave Chappelle. And he posted on Instagram, like, everyone. What a douche. As if to say, like, not me. What a douche. <laughs> yeah. There was a time when comedians had a sense of humor. There was a time. I remember, I remember it pretty well. It's coming back, baby. The, I like, hope so. uh, the guy, the comics that like we like are now the most popular comedians. Well, yeah, again. that's the I thing. Think Shane, that era is over. Shane Gillis is not conservative. I, I mean, you know, that's pretty, the you, thing. You've yeah. seen him. I've seen him. He's not a conservative guy. He's a liberal guy. That's what's so crazy well, about this. He, here's how not conservative he is: is like we talked about it on Sunday, and I got comments like. Mike's afraid to admit that Shane's a liberal pussy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but they want him to be conservative very badly. All right. Well, I think you're going to enjoy this video, Mike, as we delve into uh, some of the more woke people on TikTok. You know, we've okay. discovered some of them, like uh, woke dad, Daniel sure. Alexander, of course. Uh, this one came in from Doug Rocky Minute in our Discord. This is a, This is a fun one. Right. My pronouns aren't preferred. They are mandatory. <laughs> do not purposefully misgender trans people. You do not get to decide how someone identifies. My pronouns aren't preferred. They are mandatory. Now that's a catchy tune. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a fun guy gal that is. What a good time. I'm I, I, I'm directing this uh, Tampa live show, so Carl comes out to the Tiny Dick song, yep. and then this is uh, producer Chris's walkout okay, song. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I love it. Done and done. Turbo7049 is coming in with a super chat. Here comes the money! Here we go. Thanks for the super chat, Turbo7049, who is a master dabbler. As a reminder for everyone that Shuli sucks and Vinny is fat. Poor Jenny Jingles, Alzheimer's setting in. <laughs> Such a sweet old bird. Just kidding. It's Jenny that settled. She could do so much better. Yes, that is correct. Turbo 749. All right, we got uh, one more TikTok page to check out. And that is, of course, my buddy, your buddy, the great babble, babble, babble. Opie Radio. The Opie Radio Podcast. Oh, skunk fart. <laughs> I don't get to play the Opie noise enough. I love this one. Oh. <laughs> 
That's a great. I can't imagine him. It sounds like a puppet. <laughs> I know. It's like something Tukey would do. But no, that was Opie. Yeah. Opie on a show. Well, let's check out Opie's TikTok because it's always hilarious. As you know, he's putting out the content. Yeah, I. So, I. I'm intrigued by this because it seems like he's starting a trend of some kind. Remember last week or two, a couple weeks ago, he went to the Seinfeld diner. I do. I guess he thinks this is a thing now. Like this is going to be his series going to places where movies have been filmed or they're, they're homages to movies, I guess. Well, I remember he went into a building. It might've been the same one. Now that I think about it and uh security sat there at the, at the front and the guy goes, hey, you're Opie, right? And he goes, yeah, I am. And he walked out. And he's just like, ah, oh, it's always nice to be recognized. And that guy knew Opie through WATP and reached out to me. He goes, dude, I just had a run-in with Opie. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. He got all excited because he thought I knew him from him being famous. But that wasn't the yeah, case Yeah, he wasn't saying it. He's like, aren't you Opie? <laughs> yeah, right. What, you, like, what are you doing? What the fuck? <laughs> Why are you filming this? All right, let's see what Opie's out to in this TikTok. Oh, here's the Ghostbusters uh, building. Ghostbusters. Huh? Is this uh, this is the Ghostbusters building, right? Yeah, yeah, come on this way. I'm in the right place then. Thanks. Well, what happened? I'm not allowed to go see the Ghostbusters building? Well, right up to here, yeah. Right, right up to this right line? Right this spot, right here, yes. This guy is treating Opie like he's special needs, I just want to point out. <laughs> and Opie's acting like he's the one pranking everyone. This is insane. Oh, yeah. I want to go up to the apartment. Oh, on the no, roof. I can't do that, man. You sure? Yeah, I'm positively sure. All right, well, how many people But you're come a very a special oh, guy. <laughs> yeah, but get, get over here. Uh, rub your head. Yeah, you came down here all by yourself? Positively <laughs> sure. All right, well, how many people come by a day? Oh, man. All day, every day. I bet you no one does this to you. Ghostbusters. Oh, you know, we got so many people coming by. Hey, who are you going to call? <laughs> and then, you know, hey, oh, oh, Ghostbusters, baby. And you're like, I'm going to call the NYPD. I'm going to call 911. Right, exactly. <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters. There all right. you go. All right, have a good day. <laughs> you know, Mike, of all the reasons to use social media, there's a lot of different reasons why you do social media. Yeah. I don't see a ton of people proving how embarrassingly unfunny they are. Why is he posting? What is the end game? Only here? the Opster is posting a video that proves he's unoriginal. Hey, do you get a lot of people coming in here and talking about Ghostbusters? Like, yeah, every day, all day long. Well, okay. It's, what are you doing? Just then? everywhere you go, like if you if you ever pass by a landmark, are you supposed to make a video? Like, there it is. I'm well, here. Listen, Opie's not giving up on this <laughs> Ghostbusters building. He okay. put out a, another TikTok for us. I can't end until I find the famous opening scene to Ghostbusters. Oh, now he's in the library. What happened? I'm a famous TikToker, though. Let me just yeah. Get there's, there's no TikToking or videos or photos allowed in this room whatsoever. Why? This is from Ghostbusters, though. Actually, yes, they're in the back. But oh, can I go to the Ghostbusters room? Unfortunately, no. We're only looking for studying and researching. So the guy's wearing a mask, so it's hard to hear. But the guy's like, yeah, you know, there's no videotaping, there's no photos here. You know, Opie's doing his, oh, but but it's the Ghostbusters room. Like he's a yeah. By the way, I just did a podcast with Bobo, Daniel Bobo Curran last night, and oh, really? he's more intelligent than Opie at this point. <laughs> so Opie's going, oh, but this is the Ghostbusters. The guy's like, actually, no, that's not even the room. It's a different room over there. Oh, like, it's just it's failing miserably. 
on every he front. Has, he has no end game. It's like you yeah. talk about with like podcasts that have no format or whatever. Yeah. And Opie and Anthony were the kings of winging it. Like they didn't do show prep for 20 years, essentially. Right. Yes. So like they were very good at that. I would say mostly because of Anthony and Jim and the other comics that were on there. But Opie's of this mindset, like I can do anything and it's content magic. People are going to want to watch it. And he is proving how untrue that is time and again. <sighs> Every day. It's crazy. For studying and researching at the moment, there's, okay. there's a tour at 3 o'clock. Oh, no, I, I, I don't have time for tours. I'm a very busy man. You have nothing but time for tours, Opie. You could definitely it, wait for a tour if you need to. Don't you see he's getting one over on this guy? Is he? he you know how f it's so funny that he's telling him, like, I'm very famous, and it's not true. It's ironic. No, oh, yeah, I'm a famous TikToker, and this guy's just like, no, you're not. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but thank you very much for stopping me. Uh, now I'm on their radar. What an idiot. There's a guy following me now. He's a lame Ferris Bueller. Hold on. Opie is responding to... So there's there's three comments on this video. <laughs> and one of them Opie responded to. Uh, Nyrob68 says, no TikToking, what? And Opie just responded with a fucking laughing emoji. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You said it, Rob. <laughs> and then Harry Potter wrote, Ramon! <laughs> Fucking Opie. I wonder he why sucks Opie didn't so respond bad. to that one. <laughs> All right, let's see uh, one more from the Opster. This one you call Everything is Content. Oh, yeah. This is, this is how Opie thinks about life. And you remember, you used to listen to Opie and Anthony. Opie was trying to get viral videos going even when he was a multimillionaire on a radio show with millions of people listening to it. His yeah. only goal in life was to get these viral videos, and he would do the douchiest things. Trying to get hey, these videos made. I just realized I had one before Opie. Yes. <laughs> a Mark Norman video. Correct. You had 20 million views. <laughs> By accident. <laughs> it's, it's pretty sad. So here's, here's, this is why Opie's failing at this right here. So he's walking up on the street in New York and there's dog poo that's about to get cleaned up by the person's whose dog left it. And he says, high duty. Now, yeah. I don't have to obviously bring to anyone's attention the hilarious music that's being played here, too. That mm -hmm. obviously adds a lot to this. Hi, Judy! Man, the 60. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can't look back. Well, obviously it was funny because Opie was laughing. Yes. So it must have been very I, funny. I found it funny. I, I'll, I'll, I'm laughing, to be fair. Not for the same reasons the Opster is, I don't think. But <laughs> Listen to what he writes underneath this video. He says, everyone gets a high when I walk around hashtag NYC life, hashtag funny TikTok, hashtag dog poo, hashtag WTF. What's like in doing? his mind, is someone that's looking up NYC life, like, oh, I got to follow Opie now. This guy, he's on the streets. He's, he's he, he gets New York life. Willie writes, you're a menace with a crying laughing emoji. <laughs> Tommy frickin' Festa writes, hi, duty, ha, 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 WTF. Okay. And then TikTok is racist, writes, Columbia University, 116th and Broadway. And Opie says, um, exactly right. And he responds, I know my city. Can't wait to get back tomorrow. 
Oh my god, this is the, for lone. Oh, this is the loneliest fucking people. Oh my god. Oh, this who, is so who, sad. Who has Opie found this as is, an audience? This is the loneliest <laughs> fucking losers. And you know what? I, I discovered something as I'm watching this video when you sent it over to me. I went, oh, I realized something about Opie. He's different than other performers in the fact that he had a whole career where he sat behind a desk on the radio and he never saw reactions. Yeah. He never knew if people were rolling their eyes or just going, oh, when he would <laughs> yell out his lame bullshit. So he yeah. doesn't know. He never got that interaction with people. Yeah, I mean, they would do the live remotes, but it was just basically drunk people just screaming like, ah, Opie. So Opie doesn't realize that he's bringing nothing to the table. He has no filter. And like, you know, in the shock jock era, they had no filter because they would do the craziest shit. Yeah. The FCC wasn't going to tell him what to do. Now he has no filter in the other direction where he, there's no there's no floor. Yes. <laughs> there's no bottom to it. That's a good point. Yes. <laughs> we, we, we need something here. <laughs> wow. All right. Dennis in East Boston coming in. Here comes the money. Here we go. Super Chat Dennis in East Boston. You are a true warrior in the dabble verse that would never tell anyone about exploding bloody hemorrhoids staining your jeans. Is that even true? I don't know. But Dennis <laughs> says, how y'all doing this fine, fine evening? Well, oh, I'm damn, doing, quite fine, Dennis. Doing just fine. Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> and Gartner fan, two bucks. Did you play the up and down peener game with Bobo? No, but they asked me my favorite. <laughs> I love that the, the other host, Rob, puts me on the spot right away. He's like, so what were your favorite moments of Bobo on the Opie Anthony show? Like, okay. <laughs> I've got plenty. I could have rattled well, off a few. The, I, I, I love did, Bobo. I, did, I do too. I did say the up and down uh, peener game when uh, Patrice was talking about the hot, sexy girls and the bats and back and forth. Mm -hmm. But the other one that I'll never forget is when Bobo called in as the fugitive, as the $10,000 yeah, fugitive. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we watched one uh, on uh, my Patreon recently where it was Bobo gets his heart broken mm. is the segment, and uh, Patrice and Colin are in studio, and uh, Opie and Anthony tell Bobo, like, hey, we have your girlfriend on Twitter coming up to meet you. And Colin Quinn says, Bobo... I can't imagine the horror that's about to be done to you. <laughs> and they have some girl come up and, and like make a real white, connection. He starts white knighting for, hey, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> he has a line to Patrice that I won't repeat, but it's great. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I heard that uh, episode you put out. It's fucking hilarious. Yes. And I came to a realization because as I'm sitting there with Bobo, he does a sports show. So we're talking about the Super Bowl. We're talking about sports. And he's a big Giants fan. So he's talking about, sorry, Mike, to tell you this, but the uh, Giants beat the Patriots when the Patriots yeah. came into that game 18 and 0. I remember. Okay. So Bobo's talking. The only time I felt real heartbreak at a sporting event. <laughs> yeah. So Bobo was talking about how he was at the game. He's like, I'll never forget what my, my neighbor my neighbor said. Oh, after the Giants won the game, the championship, he goes, Oh, I got tickets for us for the Super Bowl. So I got to go to the Super Bowl. And I went, Hold on a second. This guy is the fucking Boris Gump. Of real life, because Wait, he was there. Yes, he's literally this this Bobo guy. He's, he keeps talking about like all the shit. He's, I'm like, you were a celebrity on Opie and Anthony. You got to hang out with these guys all the time. He still does. He's going but also, to Super I can't Bowls. believe that never came up. That he just him autistically mentioning that on Opie. And I I, I well, never heard that he was at that game. <laughs> I uh, 
Yeah. Maybe it was the other giant Super Bowl. He was at one of the Super Bowls. Either way, yeah. It's crazy. I know. But that's the thing. It's like Bobo's living this weird, charmed life where he's just getting all this crazy shit. I'm like, dude, how is this possible that this all happens to you? (laughs) Because when I first met Bobo, it was at Anthony Cumia Studios at Compound Media. He was there when I was uh, my first appearance on Anthony's show. So, And I asked him also about who does he still talk to, hang out with. Um, I asked him about Opie. Opie wants nothing to do with him. Opie never responds to Bobo in any single way. Uh, but he still goes up to Sirius and hangs out with Jim and Sam. And he's, you know, Anthony. And he's like, everybody else is still cool with him. Opie's the only asshole. Opie was the biggest dick to him, too, of yep. the three main guys. Yep. Like, so disappointing. But. <laughs> well, I mean, good for Bobo. If he, he, I feel like he's the winner in this. Oh, for sure. He doesn't have to hang out with Opie. Yeah, right. that is good. But... <laughs> Ricky 3220 says social media makes it so has-beens like Opie can refuse to fade into obscurity. Also, play my jingle, you coward. Well, I don't normally respond to things like that, but just this once. Here comes the money. Here we go. Thanks for the amazing super chat, Ricky 3220. It is greatly needed to offset the worst business decision in podcast history for Blind Mike to go SJ free on his show. That's a dated jingle. Yeah, it's dated, but we still remember. That's like the Tampa Papers. People will never forget. Bad decisions being made. It happens, unfortunately. All right, we got some voicemails. Let's see what people are talking about. I always appreciate it. If you want to call into the show, you can find our phone number at whoarethese.com. We have it listed there. Just let us know that it's for WATS because we use the same number for all the shows. Hey, Carlos for WTS. Um, Chile Castro is fucking higher than giraffe pussy if he thinks he is going to get elected into any office because a <laughs> uh, little thing called People versus De Castro. Yeah. Brother, you got arrested for selling GHB and you think you're going to fucking run for governor in any state? Are you fucking insane? There's no fucking way. Uh, anyway, call me back. Cool. That's a very um, good point. I mean, you know, obviously Trump got a lot of guff for saying that women would let him grab them by the pussy. This guy's literally giving out drugs that would force women to let them grab their them by the pussy. I'm sorry. Have you and this asshole caller not learned anything about the jackboot thug pigs that have been putting <laughs> us into torture cuffs all this time? That's true. That's a good point. What's the point of playing these videos if no one's going to learn? Who are you, the campaign manager on this? <laughs> I wish. It's a pretty good response. I would love to see him in, in a debate. With a, another politician, that'd be a lot of fun. Oh my god, he'd be great. <laughs> well, it'd be funny. I, we, we do need this to happen. <laughs> it'd be funny if he ran for what was it, governor? Right. So yeah. he's he's debating of just some state. <laughs> right. Well, he, he mentioned it's either going to be California or Alaska or Ohio or what was that? Utah, Nevada, Nevada. There were yeah. a couple others. <laughs> right, so so let's say that he does run for governor and he's up for a debate and they get up and they start asking questions. Imagine if none of the questions are about law enforcement, because <laughs> I will tell you very often governors aren't asked about law enforcement all that often. <laughs> you would have no clue what to do. You don't think he's going to have a good theory on state tax law or anything? No, it reminds me of the rent is too damn high guy. When they yeah. did the, I think it was a, that might have been a governor. No, it was a mayor, I think. Mayor, probably. Mayor yeah. for New York. And uh, it's like, the guy's got one fucking thing he wants to talk about. The rent's too damn high. So like, <laughs> you know, they ask wrong. him about anything else. He's just like, I don't know, but the rent's high though, right? 
<laughs> if he's able to twist it back to law enforcement, though, yes. that, that would be the real art. Right. He would have to. He's got nothing yeah. else. All right. We got one more here. Hey, this is a callback, Curtis, and this is for these socials. That fast food freakout trick really just brought back memories when I worked fast food uh, 10 some years ago. I've had people where they're like Vinny and they don't want pickles, and okay, we try to, but if they get it, they'll call back and be like, look, my dog is allergic to pickles. And <laughs> my manager will ask, well, is your dog going to eat the burger? No, but come on. It is the stupidest fucking shit. Fuck them. Yeah, uh, the fast food industry is uh, not going well, I would say, because they decided, they got real uppity and decided they all deserve 15 bucks an hour. Yeah. The problem with that is that now if you want a beef and cheddar, it's $8.90. And no one wants to pay <laughs> 9 bucks for a beef and cheddar. So it's just not going to sustain itself in the long term. I mentioned this on uh, KMS recently that... Um, when the radio station I used to work at changed buildings, mm -hmm. they moved in next door to a McDonald's. Yeah. And we had to drive past. There, there was, the whole time I worked there, there was a now hiring sign in the window of McDonald's. And it said uh, for like $13 an hour, which was a dollar above minimum wage, which is what we were making at the radio station. Okay. So every day we had to see we could literally be a McDonald's employee making more money. <laughs> How fun. How fun for you. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like you had a fun job at the radio station. The worst job you could have. <laughs> the worst possible job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not like you were, uh, you know, Sam Roberts, the intern or something. No, coming in with great not bits at all. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, Mike, McDonald's might not be where you want to go, but no. you know where you do want to go is blindmike.net. And why Damn is straight, that, baby? Michael Gary? Oh, because we have so much to offer there. You can get our free uh, links to all our podcasts, whether it's the Blind Mike Project, Why You Laughing, or this show, Who Are These Socials? All the free links are there. Or you can become a Patreon or YouTube member where you get early releases and bonus content. Uh, last Sunday, we had Vinny Paulino on, your pal. Uh, he was on the Blind Mike Project on. He was very good. This Sunday, we'll be live at 10 a.m. again. Craig is back, so lock up your children. And uh, <laughs> why are you laughing? We did the downfall of Will Ferrell, which I thought came out really well. People seem to be enjoying it. And then the next episode, which is up for members now, is the history of Baba Booey, Gary Delabate. So check all of that out at blindmike.net. Lock up your children. That's the only time the children are safe. You know, the Craig is doing her show live with Blind I Mike. Meant they're all I just meant they're all fans of his, so they're going to watch. Oh, okay. Fair Hi, enough. Hi, Devin. Hi, Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> I did check out your uh, downfall of Will Ferrell episode and i agreed with almost everything that you said about that i remember when the anchorman podcast came out and it's just like this is so stupid will ferrell is so much better this? than this yeah. why are you doing this so yeah. bad uh gartner fan says to the lazy fuck you want to make a career out of mcdonald's at 10 or 15 to 20 dollars an hour all deserve to be fired and replaced by a stupid kiosk board i have to say i don't go to fast food restaurants all that often but when i have gone recently 
and I don't have to interact with people at all. I just go in, there's a touchscreen device, and I can put in my order and pay with my card, and then the food shows up on the counter. I love that. It's so much better. Well, I'll tell you, that would be a real nightmare for me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's not for everyone, but I enjoy it quite a bit. You know what? That's just my fucking vision-having privilege that I'm throwing around. What would a blind person do there? Hello? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, bring a friend, Mike. I guess. You're a popular guy. (laughs) I guess, yeah. How did I get there? I guess that's a good point. So, aside from blindmike.net, which I highly recommend because Blind Mike does a great job on the Blind Mike project. I got to say, this last episode you guys did with Vinny Paulino, I enjoyed it. I was listening to it on the airplane because you pretty much talked about me every segment. So, I'm like, ah, this is a cool show. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of Carl talk for some reason. I know we talked about you a lot with the Steel Toe thing, but I don't remember. You're just on my mind, I guess. (laughs) Definitely with the Steel Toe stuff. Well, listen, I mean, I'm obviously very influential in the Dabbleverse. Sure. So, even when you're not trying to talk about me, it's very difficult. So, (laughs) people should check out Blind Mike Project, which is a great show. And I always tune in Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. because it's really the only thing that's going on at that time. That's that's how we market it. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't sell that well. It's a great you got show. Nothing else to do. It's a great show that you should watch because it's fun, and they do a great job on it, even when Craig's there. Uh, yes. And of course, why are you laughing? And who are these socials? All those things that Blind Mike does. I'm a big fan of. But maybe Mike isn't your cup of tea. Maybe you watch the show and you go, "I really like this <laughs> Carl fella." Yeah. There's a lot of dead weight next to him. Well, good news. <laughs> I, I do other shows that. as well. You can find them at whoarethese.com. You can find Who Are These Podcasts. We do two shows every single week. And if you sign up for our Patreon, you get two bonus shows every single month. And I also do a show called The Creep Off with the uh, aforementioned Vinny Paulino. Vinny and I do a show every single Monday at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern on both this channel and The Creep Off. Of course, these are all audio podcasts you can find wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure to subscribe. Get those on your player so you can listen when they come out. Although, I do have to say... Vinny is on vacation this week, so <gasps> yeah. So I'm gonna do a creep off. I just don't know who I'm I'll be, doing. I'll be that warming way. up in the bullpen again. <laughs> all right, yes, let's go. All right, Mike. I think uh, I think we've done it all today. Well, then it seems like it, right? Let's get the hell out of here for God's yeah, sake. We'll see you there, folks. Who are these social? That's what this audience wants to hear. Like, whoa. I'm the one who should apologize. Folks, what you are about to see is real. With Carl. Okay, we got it. And blind mind. Who could have thought of that? W-A-T-S. Dead weight. <laughs>